Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Our next live workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, will be held online from September 22nd to 24th, 2023. If you want to get closer and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Sign up at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome back. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. And today we've got Al with us again. Welcome, Al. Hi. For those that don't know, Al is our podcast editor and an amazing music therapist. And we are so happy to have him here with us today. Today's question is actually two questions. We're consolidating them into one. We're asking, why does my partner have trouble with my feelings? But two different listeners wrote in and their questions were, why does my partner react frustrated or annoyed when I want to talk and express my thoughts and feelings? And also, why does my partner interrupt me when I'm explaining my feelings? And when I do ask, the response is usually, well, I already know what you're going to say. I have a quick answer. Because feelings are icky and I don't want to hear them. <laughs> 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 and if you're going to have feelings, then I have to have feelings because listening to your feelings is vulnerable, just like having them is, I guess. And I don't really want to feel all the things that I have to feel if I'm going to listen to you and actually like hear what you're having to say. So it's easier for me just to like not hear you. Totally. We just turned it into vulnerable depth conversation. Am I actually ready for that? <laughs> That's the thing. Right? You because like, fast. We did go there fast. Even but that's rest. what happens. When we bring up feelings, we go there fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard to get out of it again. Once oh, right. There. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because now it's I got like, all my oh, feelings. I'm doing this again. Now I have to buckle myself in. Yeah. Oh, no. How long is this going to take? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you that's for saying awesome out response. loud what I knew my husband was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I, if anybody's going to bring up feelings in our marriage, it's probably Adam. <laughs> <laughs> He's a feelings dude. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. And you you are now, but you weren't. No, like, not years initially. And years ago. Mm, not to no. go down that rabbit well, hole. I don't I know. Story. We're, we're both a little bold when it comes to directness, though. Like our very mm-hmm. first. So I, we went on this date and I was going to like do cool girl something or other because he's super cool. He's like, my husband's a musician, <laughs> rock. Like he's literally a rock cool. star. He's, he's super cool. He's, he's like <laughs> yes. way cooler than anybody I've ever dated. Right. And so he takes me out. For dinner, which is also, by the way, because I only dated losers before him, um, just true. He's the first person who's ever bought me dinner in my life. Not, oh, not wow. kidding. He actually took me out. Okay. And he like so he picks me up. He takes me to dinner. He pays for dinner. I've never had this happen before. And so anyway, I'm like, well, I probably should be cool and like <laughs> wait for him to call me, right? But then the oh, next day, I thought, cool. fuck that. That's <laughs> dumb. And so I called him and said literally that. I know I'm supposed to like wait and like be cooler yeah. than this, but I'm not. I just want to talk to you. Can we chat? And then we talked for four hours. Mm. So actually, we're both very, very direct. Yeah. But in different, we have different styles of directness, but we're both, we're both really direct people. Like just why, why are we screwing around? Let me just tell you what's actually true. I like that, though. I mean, not everyone yeah. does, but clearly yeah. you two do, and that worked well. Yeah, it worked well. I yeah. mean, it could have been a huge turnoff, but it, it wasn't. It so. totally could have been. Yeah. Directness also, yeah. like, correlates into, like, we can we can tolerate talking about feelings some. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because I, I think, when I think about the folks mm-hmm. in my office mm-hmm. that really have a hard time talking about feelings, they're the people that have a really hard time being direct. They're the people that have a really mm-hmm. hard time actually naming what's happening. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. saying, I am frustrated is too hard to do. So instead of doing that, they will swallow all of that frustration until it's like resentment turned into indifference. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why do you want to talk about all those feelings? It's just going to be hard. Right. Hard makes things better. Wouldn't it be better to just not talk about it? No, not too well. Okay. So yes, short term, yes. Long term, no. There's a difference between short term Mm -hmm. and long term better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that you said that. Okay, so this is like dropping neuroscience on us because you know I love to do it. Uh-huh. So the brain actually gauges pain differently depending on how close it is. So it will guess that oh, pain yeah, far that. away is less bad be. than pain yeah. close to me in time, uh-huh. even if that's not actually true. So like the pain from this moment conversation where you're breaking mm-hmm. into feelings, I'm assessing it subconsciously. It's not a conscious assessment, but we're, we're assessing it as like, oh no, this is going to be painful and I'll react with frustration and shut you down. Right. Um, but I'm misjudging the long-term pain that comes from you feeling totally emotionally abandoned by me and three weeks over from and now. Over again for mm-hmm. five or 10 years. <laughs> or three okay. months from now or three years from now are now bitching at me <laughs> in a big way. It's actually leading to breaking up or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're misjudging the long-term cost versus the short-term cost. So is it hard? My guess is that's what's happening. It's hard. Well, and I also, I do wonder, I think that's a large part of it, but I also do wonder the context in which it's being brought up. Yeah. Totally. Um, as superficial as this sounds, but like, say you're pausing a TV show to talk about feelings, which I know works well in some families. It does not work <laughs> in well my in mine. family. We do that all the time. Everybody yeah. does it. Even my kids yeah. pause. Let me talk about what's up feeling while I'm watching this. We all love it. But your yeah. household, that is not true. 
It is not true. I have three people who scold me when I do that. And it is <laughs> like, mommy, can we just go back to the TV show? Mommy, can we? And daddy looking at them going, see what my world is like every night. <laughs> what mommy does to me when I'm trying to watch TV at night. They're like, oh my gosh, mom. So um, do we have to that, better process how you, everything? How do, you, yeah. how do you hold on to the feelings though to talk about them later? I don't understand that. Like you have to pause the TV show because, well, because if you don't, you lose track of the feeling. The TV show will still be there when you're done talking about the feeling. That's what I think. But what I have found is I, it's typically that it's not like a feeling the TV show brought up for me. It's that the TV show reminded me of something else. And now let me <laughs> tell you this big old story about something else. And I really do mark it at the end of the show. I'm like, so here's what I wanted to tell you. And so mm -hmm. I do bring it up later. But no, it's not like, oh, because they said that. I'm thinking, well, yeah, Gabe used to hate it when I did that too, because mine was. <laughs> What if this was us? What if this was us? How would we respond? And Gabe's like, can I just watch, watch the show? show. <laughs> that, and I, in my house, by the time it's the end of the evening and we're sitting down to watch TV, that's the time when we get to just relax. Where we've done our whole <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> Have we've done feelings all no, day long. We've done Thanks. feelings. Like we, we've, <laughs> well, I'm we've, like, no, that's what I'm ready to download all the feelings. That's yeah. the part of the day where I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I got it now. Yeah. This okay. is what I was feeling all day. So yeah. let me share it with you. Yeah. This, whereas for us, it's it's when we don't have that capacity. That's when yeah, we go to right. TV. Yeah, and yeah. So, and I think so that might be good. That Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly where he's at. Like to bring it back to the question, that would be a really bad time to approach <laughs> either of us, no matter <laughs> who you are. Yeah, because we're just not there. Yeah, it's, right. Like I'm tired. I don't have yeah. energy for this. Totally. Which yeah. oh, speaks so to different capacities too. Different yeah. nervous systems yeah. are wired so differently, right? Because mm -hmm. like totally. in my house, it's like the end of the night, like right before bed, is when everyone is like, "Oh, mm. the feelings." Yeah, I forgot about them all day. Here they are. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. in okay. the downtime. That's when they come out. Yeah, so, like yeah. right that after winding down. Yeah, that they don't come up at the dinner we do table. Girl talk they don't at come night. Up. Yeah, oh. mm -hmm. me and my daughter, we do girl talk at night, and it's when everything's calm and we're in the bed. And she's like, "By the way, this thing happened to me today. Can I tell you about it?" And so mm -hmm. that's like when the feelings are going to come out is totally. more towards the end of the day. But I was also thinking about capacities or interest, maybe even in just like how much emotional conversation do two partners want to have? So it could mm -hmm. be what's going on is just a really big difference in like how much emotional talk we want. Yeah, like a mismatch. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. I'm all about celebrating differences in relationship. I think yes, that's where riches come from. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it may be, though, that there needs to be some sort of meta talk about how much of that we both want and meet in the middle if those capacities are really different or the interest mm -hmm. in that kind of talk is really different. Right. And it could also be like in that meta talk, there could be a conversation of, well, here's when I actually have capacity for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. That's, yeah. Here's when right? I was what I was getting to. Mm -hmm. you know what I, I was thinking show you when I'm reaching my capacity right totally. oh, right and oh, so, yeah. so now we have like here's how I can show you when I'm reaching the capacity here's when I predict I might have the capacity so here's yeah. how we know when we can try to have that conversation mm -hmm. and when we can make sure that we're heard or you're heard yeah right mm -hmm. you know what I was thinking too is just about how much 
people think of feelings, particularly when they're about the other person or about an interaction we've had, Mm -hmm. just how typical it is, how common, I think commons may be a better word than typical. Let me correct that. Um, it's, It's like how common it is to feel like when you express your feelings, you're telling me your feelings are my fault. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there's a blame element that I think can come in. Which also yeah. means there's like a defensive element on the other side of the blame yeah. or some mm-hmm. form yeah. of protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not just then yeah, exactly. don't talk to me about feelings because then I have to feel feelings. Don't talk to me about feelings because it might be my fault. It might yeah. be my fault you're having oh. feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And of course we influence each other's feelings. Like everything yeah. I'm putting out into the world is is influencing the world around me for sure. And also I don't actually control other people's feelings. Yeah. Really? I don't? That's such a nuance. I agree with you 100% and there's such nuance to that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like influence versus control. Yeah. yeah. Or make. Yeah. That's make. how people say it. I do not make right. people have feelings. Because right. remember, we were talking about this last episode. If you have not mm-hmm. heard it, we won't go as heavy into the neuroscience this time as we did last last episode. Go take a listen to that one. But <laughs> um, feelings are much more complex than a thing happens and then a feeling is made. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's a mm-hmm. way more it's complicated way more complex pressure than that. So, <laughs> For sure, if I do something like super egregious, so if I were being gaslighting towards my husband, oh yeah, I am making most of that feeling happen. Right. If there's manipulation on board, if there's some right, like Mm -hmm. yeah, there's there's ways of doing that most of the time. Yeah. 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 If it's abusive, you are making people have feelings. They're really specific ones that you're trying to make happen. (laughs) Um, no, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about your regular day-to-day interaction. Uh, I don't know. A little bit is on you. And a lot of it <laughs> mm-hmm. is on the other processes that are happening <laughs> inside. Yeah. yeah. Well, being in a relationship is, or part of, of learning about your partner is knowing what are the things that are going to cause them to feel certain ways. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not bending over backwards, but but knowing finding about those middle grounds, find finding mm-hmm. the finding some accommodation. Yeah, that you can, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you want what you want when you want it, live alone, right? Right. Like my husband knows that I feel really hot these days when I'm going <laughs> to sleep at night because I'm going through this like perimenopausal thing, totally. and so he's super sweet about like turning down the temperature of the house a little bit before bedtime. That's awesome. Right? That's like a super sweet thing. I don't necessarily always have to ask for it or I don't even have to do it myself because he knows that. Because he <laughs> knows that there's this like surge of uncomfortable feelings in my body that come totally. from that time of night. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's being thoughtful. So it may be totally. It may be too, and this this kind of meta conversation is better had when you're not in the moment of the frustration. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you could say, hey, could I talk to you about a theme I've noticed mm-hmm. or a, this thing that happens a lot that I've noticed? And I may be misreading it, but here's my observation. When I share things, especially feeling stuff, sometimes you get really annoyed. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if there's some way I could do that in a different way because sharing feelings with you helps me feel connected. 
and I want to feel connected. Yeah. By the way, if you're the one getting aggra about somebody sharing their feelings, <laughs> it is easier to tell them what you want than to just express the frustration in an aggro way. <laughs> if you want them to share their feelings in a different way, you can ask for that. Mm-hmm. But that's also like, really hard like to do you in could the say something like, mm-hmm. yes. "Well, yeah, you can't do it necessarily in the moment. Mm-hmm. You've got to have it as a meta conversation." Yes. You can do it in the moment, but you better do it regulated, right? So if you, if you, I'm just thinking about (laughs) moments where I've maybe said something like, oh man, this feels so big. I do not have the capacity in this moment. Can I swing back to you at whatever time? Right. But there's a regulation Mm. that you're, you're exhibiting inside of that. I am regulated. Yeah. I am not expressing that in an aggro way. I'm expressing that in I see you. I can't right now. Here's when I can. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. a, it's a soft it's a soft no because it's got a no I'm I don't have it in me right now, but I also have a yes that's coming at a different time. Mm-hmm. It's this is important enough to me that I want to be yes at full capacity in order thank to be, you to take it in. You know mm-hmm. something that's coming up mm-hmm. as I'm hearing both of you say this is that in addition to. To like, do I have the capacity for this right now or not? Another mm-hmm. piece that is also important when I'm on the listener side is what do you want from me? Like, mm-hmm. how yes. do you want mm-hmm. me to listen to this? Do you want me like to, like, you sound really frustrated. This is really big stuff. Should I join you in that frustration and get annoyed at the stuff that's happening and that you're carrying so mm-hmm. much? Or should I like, like, how do you want me to listen? Teach me how to listen to you in this moment. Right. And it do might be different advice? this moment from next. Do you want mm-hmm. empathy? Do yeah. you want me to just be here while you vent? Like, what's the hope? It reminds me of that. I guess I probably saw it on a YouTube or something, but the lady has the nail in her forehead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love and, this and one. He, and it's on YouTube. Like, she's, she's talking about- it's, it's called about, It's Not About the Nail. It's Not About the Nail. And she's like talking about how she has this really terrible headache and it just seems to keep going. And he's and sitting snagging going, all her sweaters. He's snagging all her sweaters, exactly. <laughs> and he's going, well, there's a nail in your forehead. She's like, you are not it's listening not to me. about- <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the nail. I'm trying to express how I'm feeling. <laughs> and it right? just throbs and it hurts right? all totally. the time. And what you can do is say out loud, I would now like advice on how to make this better versus what I really want in this moment is empathy and just listening or just listening or I want a, someone to help me while I vent. Yeah. Like, but yeah. I don't want advice. So if you could, if you know that on the front end, you can prepare it, your listener. Mm-hmm. And it makes listening that like the experience of being the listener is totally transformed. Mm-hmm. You know what the person who's speaking wants from sure. you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. It is so much easier yeah. to meet them there mm-hmm. when you know how they want to be met. Mm-hmm. So I, I've noticed lately, like friends have been calling and they're venting about something and I'll pause them quickly early on in the conversation. Like, okay, wait, wait, hold on, slow down. Tell me what you want from me in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And it mm-hmm. makes it so much easier for me to, to just be there and just listen in the way that they want without inserting all the other things that I might naturally do because that's who I am that they don't mm-hmm. really want. That's going to get in the way of our connection in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if I am just being a listener, I have to tolerate only listening and not giving all of my amazing and brilliant advice. <laughs> But if I know that that's what I'm doing, it totally changes my ability to be with me in that moment. Totally. 
Right. It does, <laughs> but it is often hard for people. It's really yeah. hard to give up, Yes. Yeah, to give up trying to fix it. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, oh. we're not. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and maybe, so maybe too. You know, when conversations have gone, see, we're interrupting we're, each other. We're interrupting all over. each other. <laughs> no, feeling conversations have gone really bad in the past, then I might start avoiding them. And and also, if I see that like you're frustrated about this thing, or this thing is hurting you over and over and over again, I might get annoyed with you because you keep letting the same oh, thing yeah. hurt you. Like. Right? Like, yeah. I know where you're going to go with this because you go here all the time. And if you could only. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. I wonder. I, I wonder yeah. if that's what it sounds yeah. like of um, the the repetition of it and the, um, you were just saying this. Like, yeah. something like why, and I'm not saying this is the listener or the partner of it, but why haven't you done something about this by now? Yeah. I mean, I get that a lot in my office. Yeah. Of course. I remember this one conversation I had with my grandmother. She's passed. But I had this conversation when I was like in my early, early 20s in a different relationship or ending a different relationship or like in one of the throes of the ends of a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my grandma about it and she's listening, she's listening, she's listening. And she goes, sweetie, how long do you need to go through the same thing until you mm-hmm. figure out what you need? <laughs> that was one yeah. of the great moments like that yeah. was a beautiful like how long are you gonna have to keep going through this because she was hearing the repetition of something she was hearing mm-hmm. a pattern that she had heard me talking about and she had heard me talking about and mm-hmm. she'd heard me talking about mm-hmm. but it wasn't about like did she get it it was actually about how long was it going to take me to get it mm-hmm. yep and sometimes we're, we're open to hearing that Right. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. we're not so open to hearing that. Sure. Right. And we're actually more interested in looking at how this time is actually different, even though you think it's the same. <laughs> right. <laughs> or it may be that me sharing this thing that's happening is a great way to connect. Or it may be that we have. Or maybe I'm just uh, processing something... things verbally. I'm just processing totally. it. Some of us are external processors. Yeah. Some of us are way more internal processors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're yeah. an external processor. Oh, I'm an external processor. <laughs> and actually, that's what's so hard for me about getting interrupted is mm. that, that of your pro- I, if you don't interrupt me and let me go through my thing, I might get to that conclusion. I might, I might learn that I'm in whatever cycle or you know, repeating right. the same thing over and over. But if you keep erupt- interrupting me, my brain is just going to freeze up and I'm never going to get there. And please oh. just let me get there. <laughs> right? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, so somebody might be leaps ahead of you and seeing something. Yeah. But if they stop you, you actually yeah. don't get there. Yeah. Yeah. By listening to them say, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's something about that, right? Because when we're really listening to somebody, yeah, then our brains actually may be in a prediction place where we can actually predict what they're going to say before they say mm-hmm. it. So the mm-hmm. listener might actually be getting there before the person who's speaking is getting there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean the person who's speaking doesn't need to finish processing it and speaking it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And how powerful is it to have someone there as you yeah, finish to witness. processing yeah. and speaking? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Like to I'm thinking. Witnessed is in, in, major. It's so big. I'm thinking mm-hmm. in SE, like this is what Peter writes about in, in so many of his books, but like some of the most mm-hmm. powerful words, SE meaning somatic experiencing, 
some of the most powerful words we can say to another person is I'm here with you. Mm -hmm. Mm. I see you. I see you. You're not alone. Yeah. 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 And so if you're on the receiving end of somebody's feelings and it's feeling frustrating, you could ask them too. Hey, Mm -hmm. how can I be with you in a way that helps you right now? Um, Or what's your hope as you share it with me? Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, I was just having one more thought. Yeah. Yeah. As as we wrap up, and that's just that, like sometimes the person who's listening may not have the same capacity for the depth of feeling that the person who's speaking is having. Mm-hmm. Not in and, that moment. Or yeah. Maybe, maybe not in that moment. Not. Maybe not. Right. Like mm-hmm. there. That 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 could also be part of what is going on. And mm-hmm. that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's okay to just be like, I don't have the capacity to fully be here for you right now. Is there another way that I could be be with you? Yeah. yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll just watch a movie together or we'll <laughs> right. go for a walk. Can I be with you in a different way in this moment? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. a total detachment, but it might be mm-hmm. like a I don't I don't have the capacity to do this. And if I try to do this, we're both gonna not feel okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a few notes for mm-hmm. all that are listening. Uh, check out our workshop, Integrating Heart and Mind. Yeah, it's coming up in September. You can yeah. check it out on our website. And mm-hmm. if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a comment and a review. It really helps folks find us. All right. Take care of each other best you can. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here's some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code W-D-M-P at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. 
visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.